the glory with a faith.
Amen. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. We want to quickly ask you to meet in the book of Luke, the third chapter. Amen. Luke, the third chapter, beginning at verse 5, and we'll conclude at verse 6. Praise the Lord. Luke 3, 5, and 6 reads as such. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be brought low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough and the rough ways shall be made smooth. Verse six says, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Amen. This morning I want to share with you that trouble don't last always. Amen. You may take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Trouble don't last always. Now we know that Luke is the author of the book of Luke, but Luke was a doctor. He wasn't an eyewitness. He was what he was called an investigative reporter. He was a doctor that loved to write. But this is John the Baptist speaking. Amen? And we understand that John the Baptist really had one message. Repent. The kingdom of God is at hand. He's one coming greater than I am. And don't you fret what I'm talking about. If you think what I'm talking about is too much to bear, wait to the one who comes behind me. I'm just trying to get you prepared. See, it's the simple things that prepare you for greater things. People want to do great things, but they can't get the simple part down first before they can move on towards greater things. Amen? And the message was repent. How do I get back on track with God? Well, the first thing you got to do is repent. God has called me to do a work, and I want to get on course and do what I'm supposed to do. Okay, before you start working in the name of Jesus, you got to repent to Jesus. Hello? If you and I have an argument, Jackie, and we agree to disagree, and we don't repent to one another and move forward, we really can't get me through work done. There's going to always be a tug of war. An internal battle, and that's the problem with people today. They don't want to admit when they're wrong or admit when somebody else is right. Hello? Is it going to kill you to acknowledge that I was right? So, friends? Yeah. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it going to acknowledge or hurt you to acknowledge that even a broke clock is right twice a day? Hello? Is that too hard for you to acknowledge that you may have gotten that one wrong? You understand? But we have to understand that when when people are so set in what they know is the only way or the right way, that's part of the struggle with the church today. Everybody see it the way they want to see it instead of seeing it the way it is. I'll tell you a quick joke. 
I'm going to move on. So Prince Nikia said, I shouldn't tell these jokes, but I'm going to do it anyway. There were three preachers, Jackie. And they were talking about how they raise and collect their funding Sundays at the church. One preacher said, we draw a triangle. When we draw that triangle and we take in the offering, we gather all the money up because the triangle is the strongest foundation in the world, and it represents the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We take all that money and we throw the money up in the air. Everything that lands inside the triangle, we give back to God. Everything that lands outside the triangle, we take care of the preacher. Another preacher said, well, at my church, we do a circle because God is infinite. He never stops. He's service around the clock, never slumbers nor sleeps. And when we gather up our offerings, we take the money and we throw it in there and everything that lands outside the circle, we give to God. And what lands inside the circle, we give to the preacher. And the other preacher, final preacher said, in my church, we don't draw no triangles. And we don't draw no circle. He said, what we do at my church is when we gather up the day's offering and we gather all this money up and we throw it up in the air and what stays in the air belongs to God. And what comes back down belongs to the preacher. You catch that one when you way home. The problem is that everybody has a way Obviously, the last one wasn't the right way, but does it make it wrong the way you practice getting closer to God? John the Baptist wanted to let us know and was letting us know that trouble is not going to last always. Because he was the messenger, you have to remember what was going on at the time. The people were weary. The people were in need of a Messiah. The people were at their wit's end on how they were going to be led and who was going to do the leading. So John the Baptist was coming. They thought John the Baptist was the answer. You have put focus in folks who you thought was the answer when all the time God has been the answer that you need and God will still be the answer that you need. But I'm here to let you know that trouble don't last all the way. The doctor won't give you the report that you want to hear, but I know a doctor who never lost the case. Trouble don't last always. Your money is funny, your change is strange. You don't know how you're going to make the next payment. But understand that God says there is a way already made. I have to realize that trouble don't last always. What I found out, Sister Catherine, is this. If I don't have it, don't mean I can't get it. Uh-oh. And don't mean I got to steal or cheat to get it. Somebody say trust the process. And by trusting the process, I understand that just because you're in a weary state don't mean God is not moving on your behalf. Jackie was battling on how these books was going to get sold, and I realized that the books were already sold. Hello, somebody. The devil trying to block you, Jackie, because he knows that God has already moved on your behalf, but you haven't got the message yet. So what he wants to do is keep you preoccupied from knowing that your blessing is on the way. Look at somebody say, my blessing is on the way. And then look back at him and say, your blessing is on the way. Now, if you believe that, give God some praise this morning. 
you got to believe that that trouble ain't lasting always. Yeah, I'm in a rough path right now. It's hard right now, but I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. Now, you know that God is always speaking to us, right? I want you to go back to this little two verses. I want you to realize that through John the Baptist, God has given us five promises. Amen? Promise number one, every valley shall be filled. How many have felt lower than low at some point in life? Felt so low that it didn't bother to lift up because you see it going to be in the dirt. But the promise here that John is relaying that even at your lowest state is already going to be sealed. Do you trust God? Do you believe in the process? See, I don't have to shout. Nothing wrong with shout, but I don't have to shout in order for God to move. But if he happened to move, I might want to shout. Am I making any sense? So understand that it's already sealed. Remember, we were saying, I don't know how, but God's going to do it. I mean, it's going to be sealed. Whether you accept it or not, God is going to feel what needs to be filled. And he doesn't need our proof. But he does need us to be on board. Amen? The next one was, not only will it be filled, every mountain and hill. Let me help somebody on the and hill. We know that mountains are big problems. Hills are smaller problems. He said every mountain and hill. Did he say Mike Jackson? Did he say he said, might be broke low, almost going to be broke low. It shall be brought low. Remember I told you, I stopped saying, Lord, give me the strength to climb. I'm not climbing nothing. Speak to it. You speak to the sickness. You speak to the situation. You speak to the circumstance. And you don't, listen, you don't talk to, you speak in authority that God has given you. I think I know the answer to this. What would you do if you were to catch somebody in your house who didn't belong in your house? Huh? Hello? Or you don't say you need to leave. You need, uh, excuse me, you don't live here. Would you please leave? Uh, excuse me, uh, this is 130 Ethel. I don't know what you're trying to get to. Would you please? Or you don't speak in that tone of that. If somebody is where they don't belong, and you know they don't belong, let me make it even personal, Jackie. What if one of my beloved greatest sisters got short to your Sigma Gamma Road private meeting? Huh? What, what's that, Jackie? You can't get in the door. Well, wait a minute. Why is it that when we realize, how many going to be honest with me this morning, that Satan has entered your house? Am I the only one? 
And how many of you realize that Satan is in your house and you've identified that Satan is in your house? How many have identified that right now? Why are you still in the entertainment? Bro, you need to go. Right now, in an authoritative thing, you don't ask them to leave. You tell them to leave. Why? Because trouble don't last all If somebody, even in my visual talent thought uh, process right now, Jack, if somebody were to step up to Sister Prince, I'm going to try to tackle them or hold them down or something until I can get a good punch in. Uh, huh? Okay. I'm not going to sit up here. You got to take back your house. I don't think y'all hear me this morning. You're wallowing in trouble because you allow trouble to bully you. When he say, every mountain and hill shall be brought low, I don't have to climb nothing. I'm going to walk right through it. Let me, let, me, let me make it a little bit more personal. I don't care how mad Sister Prince get at me. She better not ever think that she could bring her boyfriend to 130 F. I never woke you up in there. Because I would burn it down. Before I let anything like that happen. And the church said, Amen. All right. I just make sure you was up. I make sure you was up this morning. And Sister Prince said, It goes true for you too, Pastor. If I say, Amen, Sister Prince. All right. So we got that understood, right? So then, what, what, what my point is this when you know something is out of pocket, why are you tolerating it? I asked somebody, I told y'all, they said, Prince, you can't call people liars. I said, if that's what they are, what do I call them? Huh? I'm so glad I'm... Oh, okay, I just want to make sure. Now, here comes my favorite prompt. We're in Luke 3, 5, and 6, Peter. Good morning. And the crooked. Let's let that talk just for a minute. And the crooked might be made straight. And the crooked, I'm thinking about making straight. And the crooked shall be straight. I'm referring back to Psalms 37. Fret not thyself. Because of evil doers. Oh, it's frustrating when you know folks is doing dirt. You know they ain't doing right, and it seems like everybody is just in agreement. Ooh, I know I get a nerve just then. Everybody's in agreement. Then if you say something, you the troublemaker. Show don't laugh always. You're the one that want to say, wait a minute now. You get your Popeye stands. Enough is enough, and I can't stand no more. Something ain't right. Shh, be quiet. 
Wait a minute, y'all want me to be quiet, but y'all wearing my ear out about what ain't right. Ooh-wee, boy, I'm, I'm going to let that one soak for a bit because I know I'm right on that. But shout out, struggle don't last always. Now, there are a couple of reasons why folks don't want you to say nothing. Number one, they part of it. <laughs> if you expose them, you're going to expose me. If you expose them, you'll be exposing me. Number two, they're cowards. I don't want no trouble. Didn't I just say trouble don't last always? But in order to get through some changes in life, you got to go through some trouble. So you can't have one without the other. Oh, let me help you. And I'm not being bipartisan to no part or another. But in order to make America great again, in what state are we talking about making America great again? Because depending on who you are, America was great at certain levels in life. Was it great when I was in bondage? Was it great when I'm killing my own brother? Or is it great because I'm able to make as much money as the next millionaire? So at what stage am I making it great again? Or do I trust the process of God and say, you know what? Trouble don't last always. I got to hold on to God's unchanging hand. But every now and then, I got to address an issue. I got to talk about this issue that's going to not only impact me, but it's going to impact my children and my children's children. If Martin Luther King never addressed an issue and never stirred up trouble, we wouldn't have had a black president. Y'all don't want to believe that. And although Obama may not have done everything that people wanted him to do, but he didn't do as bad as folks thought he did neither. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm hitting the nerve now, Jody. I'm hitting the nerve. Bear with me. You, 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 you're a whispering, but if someone bring it out loud, everybody head drop. I didn't think he was going to say nothing. Lord, you start getting uncomfortable in your seat. I hope we don't see I had nothing to do with it. So I say, come out of that corner. Ain't high. But if the crooked shall be made straight, how you going to straighten it out if you don't bring it out? You can't keep hiding in corruption and hope that somebody make a change. How about you be that somebody? I'm a soldier in the army of the Lord. If I die, let me die in the army of the Lord. But I don't want no trouble. Miss Catherine, you're active in him seeing. Which means one of two things, some gonna like you, some not gonna like you. Long as God loves me, trouble don't last always. You all remember, some of you might be too young to remember, remember the Enron collapse? Somebody had to cause some trouble. Remember Watergate? 
Somebody had to cause some trouble. Do you recall these current investigations? Somebody had to cause some trouble. Do you remember when you went in hell and somebody brought it to the light other than you? <laughs> Somebody had to call some trouble. Didn't feel good, did it? How many know trouble don't have? Always. When I found out, you might well step up and move forward. Can I say that again? As a matter of fact, repeat after me. Step up and move forward. And don't be sitting up there trying to bring smoke screen after smoke screen after smoke because sooner or later you're going to run out of fire. And when you run out of fire, all you out there is just naked out there. Now, what could have been handled a while back has been prolonged. So if the crooked shall be made straight, somebody say, stay focused. God's got it. Put up your chest. Stay focused. God's got it. Trouble don't last always. Sometime I'll do a confession for myself. You get so frustrated. And you if you're not careful, you think but then they, everybody can't be that idiotic. And God ain't sometimes don't seem like he's just sitting there listening to you. And he said, Are you done? I got this. What I need you to do is taste and see that I'm still good. And when you taste and see that he's still good, you don't use this as a I told you so moment. See, that's what you messed up. You say no stuff is not going the way it's supposed to go. And when it's time to get over there, you don't need to run nobody knows I told y'all. See, that's where you miss your blessing. The truth don't need no help. Oh, Lord. The truth is going to always be the truth. You just stand on the truth. And you make sure that what you say is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the Thank you. I don't have to go back there and do a fact check. Oh, yeah, see, on this day, this is what I said. Now y'all see it come to pass. No, it's there. And you know what? Your haters know it's there, too. And what you're looking for is the short, momentary moment of satisfaction. You want to feel good. It's like, that. yeah, you was right. I knew I was right because I was standing on truth. I got a phone call this week. Brother, just repent. And I'm thinking, well, what is he repenting for? And God said, guilt is a motivator. So yes, Lord, you're right. And when he got done, I said, you've been forgiven. God said, move on. Look at somebody say, move on. When you stand on the truth, even if it takes them 10 years later, you move on. Because what you're messing up is you're looking for justification. You won't for, well, they lied on me. They lied on me. They lied on me. And the truth finally came out, and nobody's saying, well, we're sorry that we wronged this issue. Move on. Because who the son said free? Free indeed. All right. Y'all keep it up this morning. He says, and the rough, rough ways shall be made 
smooth. Some of you may remember this song, I'm coming up on the rough side of the mountains. Any of you ever been mountain climbing, rock climbing? I was in Scouts. One of the, the meccas in Scouts is in New Mexico. I can't even call the name of it right now. But I was able to go there and get in. Went through all these hiking trails. Lord, it's just sticking my name right now, but oh my goodness. I catch it later. If I, hot, I shot out a name, that's what it was. <laughs> and going through that, a lot of people don't realize that mountains are jagged, they're rough, challenging, difficult. Sometimes you don't want to deal with it. But in order to move forward and go through, if trouble don't last always, that means it's temporarily. I got to go through some things in order to become some things. Let me say that again. I got to go through some things in order to become some things. Many of you know that I've been broadcasting now. This is my 30th year broadcast. 30 years, longer than some folks been living. And Peter, do you realize that folks think I just came out the cookie box? Man, this dude, man, this dude, uh, he just coming out. Got a pretty decent show. Well, what's his name, Mike, friend? Some of that old dude? Connected with young folks? That, uh, I don't know if I was to feel good or bad about this. Man, said, man you are my, uh, our Bernie Sanders. You're the millennials Bernie Sanders. Oh, see, that's funny. Y'all laughing too. Y'all, maybe I'll catch that one later. I said, well, bro, I don't know how to take that, but thank you, I guess. But what am I saying? The world is hungry for the truth. And you don't have to make yourself look good. Tell them the truth. Just tell the truth. Those friends was fussing at me this morning, y'all. I want to wear my jeans this morning. He will not wear no jeans this morning, preacher. I said, the jeans ain't going to change the truth. Y'all see what I got on. <laughs> Don't be laughing. You laughing too hard back there, Dodie. You supposed to be my helpmate, Dodie. But if the rough is going to be made smooth, it's got to go through a process, right? Uh-oh. Sandpaper. Anybody ever did woodcraft and had to work with sandpaper? In those little unseen rough edges, of the wood that creates splinters that get underneath your skin, a splinter is better than a gashing wound itself. And in order for that smooth surface to come, it's got to go through a rough scrubbing period. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Some of us trying to get closer to God, but God got us in a sandpaper moment right now. He's scrubbing off all the impurities that's not pleasing to him, but he's making the rough edges smooth. 
And in order to get that smooth finish look where everybody looks at, ooh, that is so nice. Look at that thing right there. But you didn't know what I had to go through. You didn't know the process. And some of us right now, we're smooth on one side, but got real roughness. Because sometimes if you really get to dealing with sandpaper and wood, where it looks smooth until you rub your hand across it, no, I got to go a little bit further. Y'all don't hear me talking. Somebody say, I'm still under construction. And so while God is smoothing us out, he's working things out, and you just realize that trouble don't last always. Then he says, and the flesh shall see the salvation of God. Now, I know y'all didn't catch this, so I'm going to help you break this one down. The word shall, we know it's a promise, right? And this is the fifth promise. He said that all flesh, everybody say all flesh. That's everybody, right? This is what he said. All flesh shall see the salvation of God. Just because you see it don't mean you're going to get it. You ever need to bow, let him come to confess that he is Lord. But once you acknowledge and confess that there is a Lord, say, hell, will you lift your eyes? But you will see it. And you're going to know that it's real. In all this time, I was doubting. Remember the song we sang? I'm not doubting about the way. I'm not doubting about the way. Walking in the light. Holiness is right. I'm not doubting about the way. We're not talking about some some cold moves. We're talking about a lifestyle. If holiness is right, and if we shall see the salvation of God, I got to trust the word of God, even when it don't seem like it's working in my faith. You Have you ever got to that point where you remind him what God said? Lord, you said that if I hold my peace and let you fight my battle, I'm trying, Lord, but they won't let me hold my peace. Sometimes you got to put yourself in time out, Peter. Put yourself in time out. I know. I'm going to say it one more time. Put yourself. In time out, because when the dust settles, you can only control you. They're going to fuss. They're going to lie. They're going to plot. They're going to steal. They're going to kill. You can only control you. So if that's what I got to work on, that's what I'm going to work with. Can you imagine the Lord saying, well, Prince, you missed the mark. Well, Lord, they didn't, they didn't act right. They didn't act right because they didn't act right. Lord, don't you hold them account? Well, they're going to answer, but this is about you right now. Am I making any sense? So remember, the valleys will be filled. Mountains will be lowered. The crooked shall be straight. Rough shall be smooth. And salvation shall be seen. Trouble 
don't laugh. Always. As you're going through your daily challenge in life, and you're trying to figure up from down and in from out, you have to remember that Jesus made it personal. He did it just for me. Amen. Some of you this morning, whether you're here or listening, or feeling perplexed, might even be feeling a bit overwhelmed, or just flat out tired. Seem like I keep fighting. And I didn't remember to wear myself out. Somebody said, Lord, take the wheel. Come on, say it again. Lord, please take the wheel. One more time. Say, Lord, I insist you take the wheel. Would you stand with me in prayer? Just for me. Jesus, Jesus came and did it just for me. Just for me. Just for me. Just for me. Jesus, Jesus. Would you come to the altar saying, just for me, just for me, just for me, Jesus, Jesus came and did it, just for me, grab that person saying, just for me, just for me. Yes, for me. Jesus came and did it. Jesus came and did it. Just for me. Just for me. Just for me. Just for me. Jesus came and did it. Jesus came and did it just for me, just for me, just for me, just for me. Jesus came and did it, Jesus. Jesus came and did it just for me. Hallelujah. One more. I feel the presence of God. Just for me, just for me. Open your mouth and say, Jesus, hallelujah. Jesus came and did it. Hallelujah. Lord, we stand before you on this morning, united as one, saying, just for me, you came and did it. God, whatever we brought to this altar on this morning, we know 
that troubles don't last always. I'm standing tonight with my brother and with my sister, God, with our hands lifted up before you, saying, do it right now on our lives, oh God. If it be sickness, touch our body. If it be mental strength, touch our body. If it be emotional uplift, touch our body and spirit right now, oh God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we're standing on one accord, knowing that all things work according to those that love you. We're lifted and united today, God, saying, have your way. This hand that I'm holding, I don't know what you're dealing with, but I know you are the answer. I know that you are the way maker, oh God, and we're trusting you right now. This hand I'm holding, I pray for strength. I pray for encouragement. I pray for peace in their pathway right now, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And by the way, oh God, I don't normally do this, but do remember me. Remember me as I lift my brother, as I lift my sister. Remember, Father, that someone is lifting me. And I give it over to you right now. In Jesus' precious name, have your way. Move. Deliver, heal, save, and sanctify. In Jesus' holy name, we give it over to you right now, God. Someone say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen and amen. I tell you to be praised right now. Come on, give me the praise right now. Just for me. Just for me. Just for me. Jesus came and did Just for me. Just for me. Just for me, Jesus came and did it, Jesus came and did it, just for me, Jesus came and did it 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 just for me. Jesus came and did it just for me. Jesus came and did 